Dean Evans from Winning Edge Investments joins me now to have a look at a couple of the Group 1 races over the weekend, including the Cox Plate. Good morning to you, Dean. Thanks for your time on Big V Racing once again. What a weekend of racing lies ahead. Morning, Matt. Yeah, no, fantastic racing again. We've got a, a Group 1 tonight in the Manicato Stakes. The Cox Plate, which is our Wait for Age Championship, and, uh, and then in Sydney, we've got a Group 1 as well with the Spring Champion Stakes. So plenty of, uh, plenty of um, outstanding racing and, and, and the best quality horses running um, as we lead into the, the Flemington Cup Carnival. Certainly is. Let's start with the Group 1 tonight, the Manicato Stakes at Mooney Valley. It's race 7 on the program, and uh, we noticed in the Moyer Stakes a couple of weeks ago it was certainly an on-speed night there at Mooney Valley. Uh, are you expecting that to be the case again tonight? Yeah, absolutely. I think um, I've, I've spoken to, to a track walker and, and, and they haven't watered Mooney Valley because of the expected rain today and tomorrow. Um, and obviously with two two major race meetings back to back, um, they haven't done any watering. So even if there's a bit of rain tonight um, and this afternoon, I, I still think that track is going to suit up on speed. You know, probably first four, first six and running and, and, and you don't want to be out too wide. You want to be near the fence, I think. So I do think it's going to be an on-pace bias and you know, look at the last 10 years of the Manicato, seven of the last 10 winners have, have sort of sat in the first three and running, um, and nine of the 10 in the first sort of seven. So uh, it's not a race that really suits um, back markers, and I don't think it's going to suit them today. All right. With that in mind, is Polaley the one to beat from Barrier 6? Yeah, look, it, it maps pretty well. There's plenty of early speed. Cool and Gatter, I think, will lead from the fence. You've got the astrologist and, and Bessel Bordeaux out wide. They're going to, you know, push push hard, and, and, and I think there'll be plenty of speed up front. Um, I think Rothfire and Bell and Neptina really map beautifully from their draws, and I think they might get the nice sort of runs fourth and fifth just behind the speed. You've sort of got Street Avalon who wants to push forward, but it, it might get caught wide. And then I think Borlay is the other one who, you know, Jane Matt's going to be trying to get there forward of midfield and, and, and get a nice run. Um, I also thought Matt Best and, and, uh, and that I had on top was Bell and Neptina. She, she tried brilliantly prior to her first up Mooney Valley win. Um, she, she should have won for us at you know, about 24 bucks in the Moyer last start. She raced wide, was no cover throughout, and was beaten ahead. Um, and she ran second, beating the nose, you know, unlucky second, beating the nose at this track at Group One level over 1200 metres last prep. So um, I, I think Bella Patina is the one to beat, and, and I've got her clearly on top, and, and I think she's the one to beat. Um, you know, Cool and Gatter uh, won the Moyer last night, gets Gate One again. Um, so I think. Uh, she's right in the mix, best of Bordeaux, the other three-year-old, second in the Golden Slipper, won the Roman Consul last start, and I think if he can hook in, uh, he'll be some hope. And, you know, Paul Laley's probably the other one who maps well, um, as, as well as Rothfather, sort of in the mix. But I, I do think Bella Nipotina's absolutely flying, and, um, and she looks a good bet tonight. Well, that's the Manicato Stakes tonight at Mooney Valley, and then we turn our attention to tomorrow afternoon. It's the Ladbrokes Cox Plate. It's the Wait for Age Championship in this country. And, Dean, some people you talk to think that there's only one winning chance, and that's Animo, and others think that there's a host of winning chances. How do you see the Cox Plate tomorrow? Yeah, look, I think um, I think it's an interesting map. You know, Darkie's gone beautifully for it. It'll push up and lead. I think Alligator Blood will sit outside, and uh, Al Bodegon likes to be on speed. you got sort of Profondo, Gold Trip, Young Werther, and Animo are all going to want to be forward of midfield and, and, and get a decent position. Um, I'm quite, kind of, quite keen on Zaki here. I think you know he's a horse with a high cruising speed. He races best when he puts that to full use. His highest rating wins, like the Doombin Cup and the, the like, when he, he really went quick early. Um, he just went too slow sitting outside Alligator Blood in the Underwood and the, the, the Might and Power. And in both cases, they ran, you know, 
seven to 12 lengths below benchmark in the first section, um, and then it was a sit and sprint, and that just doesn't suit him. And I think gate one's perfect for him. It'll force James Carr to ride him aggressively to lead. Uh, he also tends to lay in, so gate one's a perfect gate for him. It'll, uh, that sort of uh, offsets um, his tendency to lay in. Um, and I, I think when he's really raced in his peak around in the races like the All Star Mile um, and the Queen Elizabeth and the McKinnon has been set, you know, that's when he's been really impressive. Um, as well as the Doomman Cup. So I think Zaki's going to be a different horse just by he'll be the one who can absorb that really quick early speed that I think we'll see in the Cox Plate compared to what we've seen in the lead-up races. Um, and I think he's really going to give Animo something to run down. What are your thoughts on El Bodegon? He's obviously a bit of an unknown. He's the international flavour in the race. He joins the Chris Wallace stable. Now Damien Oliver rides. How do you line up his form against some of these Australian hopes? Yeah, I've watched his races. He's a very small horse. He's, he's only 415 kgs, um, so he sort of looks like a bit of a baby against him, but he does try hard. He's a Group 1 winner as a two-year-old in France, uh, over 2,000 metres. He led all the way. He's run second in a French derby, third to the Melbourne Cup favourite last start. He's probably better over 2,000 metres. I think the track condition will be important. I think if it's sort of a soft five or better and it's racing dry, I don't think that's going to suit him. But I think if it gets to sort of soft six, soft seven range, uh, or, or, or worse, and, and you know the rain really comes, then I think that really brings him into the mix um, with a, a little bit of a weight advantage. And just uh, his small frame seems to suit the wet tracks. So, look, if the, if the track's wet enough, I think he, he, he can come into the race. All right. And the other Group One this weekend is the Spring Champion Stakes. It's at Ramwick, and we see a lot of these horses stepping out to 2,000 metres for the first time. The favourite is the Caulfield Guineas runner-up, Elliptical, for Anthony and Sam Friedman. What are your thoughts on the Group 1 in Sydney tomorrow, Dean? Um, I'm, I'm keen on a horse here, uh, sharp and smart. Um, the gloaming's always been a key lead-up to this race. Seven of the last 11 winners have come from the gloaming. Uh, three of the others have come from the flight stakes. But sharp and smart was sort of second beaten in Oden, listed grade in Brisbane, and then fourth beaten under a length at Group 1 level as a, as a two-year-old in Brisbane. He won the gloaming second up, um, and that's always a key lead-up. You know, He was only second up there. He's coming off a, a 32-day break, um, so he has, uh, you know, a lot more upside and improvement than the horses that he beat there. Um, and uh, you know, he's got Hugh Bowen aboard. Who, there's no rider in Australia that you want on a on a three-year-old stayer than, than Hugh Bowman. So, you know, he's, he's around the six-dollar-fifty mark, and um, and I've got him rated on top. And, and I do think um, he's going to prove very hard to beat Sharp and Smart. All right, Sharp and Smart in the Group One Spring Champion Stakes at Ramwick tomorrow afternoon. Uh, outside of the Group Ones, Dean, is there a horse you're keen to play? Uh, look, probably the other major race I had a look at was the Invitation, um, and uh, it will depend on the track conditions and how the track's playing. But I sort of narrowed that race down to three chances. They're all around the six, seven dollar mark. I think Espiona, Mimili, or Ice Bath. Um, you know, they're, they're all sorted by the wet track, and I'll probably see how the track's playing if it's on pace. You know, Mimili probably. Uh, looks a nice chance of that swooping, and then I think Espiona and Ice Bath can improve. But uh, at the moment, I'm looking at a two or three horse play and an invitation with some nice prices on those three, and I, I, I really think one of the one of those three wins the race. Dean, terrific Group One analysis as always. For those looking to get involved at Winning Edge Investments, how do we do so? Uh, just hop to winningedgeinvestments.com. They can go to the, the membership options page. Um, type in RSN and they'll get a 50% uh, ongoing lifetime discount for their first membership. Terrific work. Enjoy the racing tonight and across the weekend. Dean, look forward to catching up next week ahead of the Flemington Carnival. Cheers, Matt. Great to chat as always and good luck to you and the listeners on, uh, on a big couple of days.